Good morning and welcome to a new week. I hope your weekend was a blessing. I know mine was. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you for the day you've given us the opportunity to read and study your word and to learn from it. Send your Holy Spirit. Help us to learn something. In Jesus' name, amen. Solomon's example. There are men of poverty and obscurity whose lives God would accept and make full of usefulness on earth and of glory in heaven. But Satan is working persistently to defeat his purposes and drag them down to perdition by marriage with those whose character is such that they throw themselves directly across the road to life. Very few come out from this entanglement triumphant. Satan well known, well knew the results that would attend obedience. And during the early years of Solomon's reign, years glorious because of the wisdom and the benevolence and the uprightness of the king, he sought to bring in influences that would insidiously undermine Solomon's loyalty to principle and cause him to separate from God and that the enemy was successful in this effort. We know from the record Solomon made affinity with Pharaoh king of Egypt and took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David. In forming an alliance with the heathen nation and sealing the compact by marriage with an idolatrous princess, Solomon rashly disregarded the wise provision that God had made for maintaining the purity of his people. The hope that this Egyptian wife might be converted was but a feeble excuse for the sin. In violation of a direct command to remain separate from other nations, the king united his strength with the arm of flesh. For a time, God in his compassionate mercy overruled this terrible mistake. Solomon's wife was converted, and the king, by a, by a wise course, might have done much to check the evil forces that his prudence had set in operation, but Solomon began to lose sight of the source of his power and glory. Inclination gained the ascendancy over reason. As his self-confidence increased, he sought to carry out the Lord's purpose in his own way. Many professed Christians think, like Solomon, that they may unite with the ungodly because their influence over those who are in the wrong will be beneficial. But too often they themselves, entrapped and overcome, yield their sacred faith, sacrifice principle, and separate themselves from God. One false step leads to another, till at last they place themselves where they cannot hope to break the chains that bind them. Really profound. It's rather scary when you think about yeah. it. See, the thing is, is Satan... We all know that if we follow Satan, we're doomed to destruction, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody knows that. So if the path that Satan wanted us to follow looked gloomy and dark and scary dangerous and, and scary yeah. and no hope, nobody would go. I mean, nobody in their right mind would be wanting to follow that. Yeah. So what does he do? He makes it look fun. He makes it look fun. He makes it look sexy. He makes it look enticing so that anybody would want to do it. Yeah, and he's hiding the <clears throat> dark, scary part. He's hiding the dark, scary part. And that's what Satan, that's how Satan works. Mm -hmm. He's the father of lies. He's the one that creates them. So 
he's the perfect manipulator. He doesn't, once you're in his fold, he doesn't care about you. Yeah. All he cares about, it's like a, it's with him anyway, not with God. Well, it is with God too, but it's for a different purpose. Satan feels that his goal in his existence is to get as many people on his side as he can. Because then he can be the ruler of the world. God's reason, on the other hand, God wants everybody in his fold, not because he wants to prove that he's the ruler of the world. He wants to prove, he doesn't want to prove anything. He just loves everybody. Mm -hmm. And so that's the difference. Satan doesn't give a rip. God does. Yeah. God doesn't want you to be in his fold just because he can chalk another one off of Satan's fold and put You're it into his. You're not just another number to God. He he knows each and every one of us personally, especially if we try to have a relationship with him. Right. And and what has Satan done for us? Lied and Lied, cheated, us manipulated. And, yeah. What has God done for us? Pulled us out of those times he died for us yeah he died for us he died so that we could live Mm -hmm. think about that so what does that mean what does that really have to do with with this whole what we've just read the thing is is that satan knows that he's not going to get a good christian boy or a good christian girl if he just says oh come and you know if you date this person you get to have sex with them yeah. Because a good Christian boy and good Christian girl are going to go, oh, no, 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 can't do that. do that. But what they are going to do is they're going to show, Satan's going to let them see how much fun they this other person is having. Yeah. And so then they start hanging out with them and then they fall for them. And it's just too hard. Once you're in love with somebody, mm-hmm. they don't realize that it's Satan blinding them. Absolutely. And so they, in their mind, they feel that they are 100% in love with each other. Mm-hmm. But yet it's just Satan blinding them. Are you going to say that thing about how you... Our connection with God? No, the... Um, shoot, now I can't remember. Cut all this out, please. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I can't remember how sometimes you go to help a non-Christian and you think I can help them come out of their, you can bring them to the light. Right. And in reality, while you think you're helping someone, it's actually Satan tricking you mm-hmm. and trying to pull you under. Yeah. I and you're going to say that, Charles. Now, cut everything out before this <laughs> and and the thing is is that it, we're not trying to say don't help other people yeah but the challenge comes you have when to it's a for good-looking guy and a good-looking girl a good-looking christian guy trying to help out a good-looking christian girl that's where the challenge comes or the other way around a good-looking woman trying to help out a good-looking guy it needs to be if you're single it needs to be a guy helping out a guy, a woman helping out a woman. Mm-hmm. Because then there's no no lines that can get crossed. 
Yeah. And so we're not we're not trying to to say don't help people out. Yeah. Because that's what I mean. That's the go- the gospel commission is go ye therefore unto the world and preach the gospel. I mean, you're, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But it's how you do it and making sure that you're careful about what you do. Okay. It just seems like in life there's so many pitfalls. There really that are. That look so enticing, like a bowl of ice cream. Mm, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you. Every time we open this book and we read, we're just reminded how much you love us and how much you care that we're happy in this world. Satan says, oh, I care that you're happy, but it's just happiness right now. You care about our happiness in the future, and that's what's important. Reminds me of the parable of the young, the two young boys, the one who was given everything at that moment and the one boy who had nothing until the end. And Lord, we thank you for showing us where our pitfalls are so that we can watch out for them. We ask that as we draw closer to you, you show us more and more the challenges that lay await and how to avoid them. We thank you for everything you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.